Welcome back to the Hydration Break, everybody. This is your host, Lindy Yang, with co-host Liz Yulin. Welcome to episode number, uh, Minnesota number two. We are number two, yeah. right? Yeah. We are on number two. We are on the poop episode. That is true. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. On, the, on this episode, we're going to talk about our 23-woman roster for the World Cup. Uh Liz and I both wrote down our picks. We do not know either person's roster. So you're going to experience it at the same time as we will. So Liz has promised, I think, to not judge me. There's no judgment. No judgment on any of these. I'm not feeling super confident in mine either. So, and again, this is as of right now. It is Thursday, May 25th. So just a heads up on the timing of this, because things have been happening this week. We've had some announcements of some things that have kind of changed opinions on rosters potentially. So just putting a little time frame on this so people know, hopefully nothing else happens, but you never know. Um, but yeah, so we, we do not know each other's rosters and we've been talking about it, but like in a roundabout way before we recorded this of like. We didn't want to say who we have, but we were like trying to like hint at certain things, but not give anything away. So it's been, it's been fun. And I'm, I'm excited to see what we have stuff for sure. Yeah. But, but I, I think, think it's important. Start by position, right? I mean, should we start at the keepers? Yeah. You have to have three. That's the rule. So we have, we have three. I have three. I have three as well. So I guess uh, I'll start. I was going to say, who's going first? Who, who's going to, who's going to go? Who's going to pull the trigger on that one? I'm going to go with, uh, Nair. Of course. And Uncle. Nair, we trust. Murphy. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to actually went with Kingsbury. We did the same thing. <laughs> I, feel I like, also did that. I feel like while Aubrey Kingsbury is not as experienced and has not gotten a lot of chances as the other two her performances and the fact that she's been called up previously shows that Vladko at least sees her and trusts her in a way that I think she gets brought up to the World Cup given the fact that AD Franch has been getting not as many minutes for Kansas City and Cassie Miller's been stepping in um as a starter and performing better than Franch has not that they've been performing great overall, but she's been giving up less goals. Um, and Franch has just been making a lot of mental errors and with goals that she typically would have stopped. I believe that given the fact that, as you said, Kingsbury has been in camp. Kingsbury's been with the team. She's been there. She hasn't gotten a lot of games. I think she's been has one cap. But she has been called into camp consistently for the last couple of years, like missing camp here and there, but she's been there. She's been with the squad. She's been doing this. She also has been performing really well at her club. That being said, I think she's the choice. I think she, I mean, the, the third keeper is probably not going to play, but if for some reason they do, it has to be Kingsbury in my opinion. I agree, and I think it's also important to know that she's played with a lot of the national team players because a lot of them were on the spirit. This I year or last that, year. 
Exactly. So I, I think that also comes into play when I'm in my decision of while she hasn't had that experience, she's familiar with players. I agree. I agree. Now, if I had, again, this is who I think Blackco is taking. If I had my choice, what I would actually really like for him to do is bring Fallon Tolles Joyce with him. Oh. And I wish he would have brought her into camps in the last six months because she's been playing really well for OL. Because I think um, as a jumping off point, it's really good for experience. Kingsbury is older. This is not going to be a building block experience for her. Um, and so I think that having younger keepers would be a good call. I think Casey Murphy is the keeper of the future. Um, I think this is Nair's last cycle um, of getting the starts. So I personally would have appreciated having that, but I do like the sentiment of having Kingsbury there. She does bring a veteran, even though she hasn't played a lot of games for the national team, she does bring that veteran leadership and she's been there. She's played in so many NWSL games and so many different situations um, that I think that she, she would be a solid choice. And I think just given how AD has played and how she's not gotten minutes for Kansas City at certain times, I think that you have to go with the keeper that's actually playing. Yeah, that's uh, also played into um, my decision as well. Moving on to defenders, I'll let you go first this time. All right. You see why I went first last time? This one's, I, I, yeah, you went with the easier one than the, this, the defenders is where I kind of got tripped up to be completely honest. It was, it was tough. And uh, again, I'm going with, who I think Vlatko is taking, not who I would like to be there. Um, so I'm starting off with Alana Cook, Naomi Gurma, Becky Sauerbrunn, Emily Fox, Crystal Dunn, Kelly O'Hara, Emily Sonnet, and Sophia Huerta. Oh, wow. That is, that, that is surprising. Yes. Okay, so my list is Fox, Sonnet, Gurma, O'Hara, Dunn, Sabron, and Davidson. No Alana Cook? No. Well then, interesting. I think if they stick with seven keepers, not seven, seven defenders. If they stick with seven defenders, I say Atlanta gets dropped off in in favor of Davidson. If we have eight, I would say I would say Cook banks it. Fair. But I I feel like he would favor Davidson over Cook. See, I think it's the opposite because Alana played plays for OL where he coached, and he has a really good relationship with Harvey, and. Tierna's not been playing well for Chicago. No. Like, their defense is bad. And she's made some really bad mental mistakes. And if you noticed, I left Tierna Davidson off of my roster. I know. As a Chicago Red Stars fan, I, just, I left Tierna off my roster. Again, like, this is what I, I'm I'm thinking that's what he would pick. I, I just, I, I mean, he has been very much on the Alana Cook train for so long, I just don't see him leaving. And 
We also need to remember that Becky Sauerbrunn has not played. And that is why I am, that is why Cook, Germa, Sauerbrunn, Sonnet, because Sonnet can play center back. And if Becky can't go, you don't want to leave it up to Cook and Germa to hold down the fort. Sonnet can fill in. That's why Emily Sonnet is on this roster to me. I think she makes it. She can play outside back. She can play center back and she can play midfield. If you have to have her, she is one of those players that can play anywhere, which is why she's on that roster. I know a lot of people are not big fans um, of her for a variety of reasons and they're entitled to their opinion as we're entitled to ours. Um, But my other hangup is with this roster. Sophia Huerta has not been playing super well. And if I were to switch, I would be putting another Chicago Red Star player on the roster that Vlatko has been very high on since she came back from maternity leave, and that would be Casey Kruger. And she's been playing pretty dang well for Chicago. And he has said in the past, she's the best 1v1 defender he's ever seen. High praise. Yeah. So the question is, do you bring O'Hara, who, yes, she's played a couple 90-minute games but she's not been playing consistently 90 minute games and Sophia Huerta, who's not been playing super well, or do you bring Kruger for one of them? I don't know. That's, that's the thing. Like it's hard. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It was hard <laughs> choosing this seven. Um, and when you told me that you chose eight and I was like, the only reason I went with eight is because of Becky's injury. Yeah. That's the reason. And, and and we're going to get into this again when we get to these other positions with the injuries and the situations that are occurring. I mean, so, we'll have like a clearer picture in June um, and we'll do another one of these and hopefully we'll have a little more clarity and who we could actually yeah. pick. Because right now, yeah, like we have some injuries. We don't know how extent of some of these injuries are. Um, I don't know. You guys can't see our faces, but like there's stress. Like, I don't know why we're stressed, but we're like stressed. I can't imagine how Vlatko feels and we're just doing this kind of for fun, but we are putting this out here to the world. So there's that, but like, I don't know. Do you feel stressed? Cause I kind of feel stressed. I'm just kind of stressed because I'm like, we're going to be at the, these games. <laughs> Oh, it's kind of funny because I, like, I don't I'm know. I'm just kind of like scared for like the games and yeah. I'm scared for like our players. I just want them to be healthy at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So do we want to move to the midfield? Let's look, look in the midfield. You can have, go first. Of course, let's trade. <laughs> I have Haran, Sullivan, Ertz. Mewis, Lavelle, and Korniak. Again, again, this is who I think Vlaco would choose. What? <laughs> Did you leave Ashley Sanchez off of the World Cup roster for Taylor Korniak? Uh, I think Vlaco would be. You left Ashley Sanchez. Off of the roster for Korniak. Oh my god. I just want to make a point that I if it was me choosing the roster, 
Cognac wouldn't be on the roster. I wish everybody could have seen my face there. I will. I mean, we, we could make this into a clip. I think for sure Ashley Sanchez on the roster. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read mine, then we can talk. No. So I've got Haran. Mine's okay. essentially the same as yours. Haran, Lavelle, Sanchez, Ertz, Christy Mewis, and Sullivan. Did you say Christy Mewis? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Because just because I I think that she caught into like a weird groove uh, at one point, and in which we didn't think that she was doing very well uh, for club or country. And I think she's picked it up a lot in the last year. Um, And I think she's on a roll. And I think she, before she was even called up back to the 2020, um, I think she was great then. uh, And I think she's only improved. So I think for sure. I, I, I was very much on the not Christy Mewis bandwagon but now that the season has started, again, as Vlatko says, club play matters. Christy Mewis has been playing great for club. I'm I'm all in on Christy Mewis. I, was I'm jump, all in. I, I jumped on the Ben Wagon and off it and then jumped back on. So yeah, I'm getting my cardio in. I'm all in. So the reason why I am commenting on the Sanchez leaving her off the roster is because with the with the recent news about Rose Lavelle potentially not playing a game until the World Cup, what player in the midfield, of your midfield specifically, has a similar skill set to Rose Lavelle? No one, but... I, That's I, why I, Ashley I would... Sanchez. So my on my thing was Rose or Sanchez, you can't see it. It would be if Rose isn't able to be on the roster, it would be Sanchez. And I I don't I I want to say that we we are planners and think of ahead of potential injuries during the tournament, but um we don't. And I and it is hard when you have to to name a 23 person roster without any alternates, which I don't know if we actually have alternates. Do we have alternates? No. Okay. See, okay. No, to naming pl- a 23 person roster and then accounting for potential injuries that happen during the tournament. Well, I get that. I also know that Taylor Korniak just played her first game of the season this last weekend. And she only came in for like 20 minutes. That is another reason why I'm not a fan. I also don't think that she's very good. Um, in regard to how her passing is. I think that she would be a better fit for the national team if she played on the front line Um, because I don't think um, her ability to connect with the defensive line and then the forwards, I don't think that passing is her strong suit. Her height is her strong suit. Be tall. Yeah, essentially that's why she's there. She's there to be tall. And um, yeah, but... I, it's going to be interesting with the Lavelle situation and I'm going to bring up another hypothetical here. Once we get through the whole, when we read through our roster, there's a lot of different things to talk about. So let's just move on to the forwards. 
Um, I mean, we could also talk, so talk about the fact that I would, I mean, like, if it, again, if it was up to Lindy choosing the roster, I think DeMello over Korniak. Well, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to, I'm going to get, okay, I, so I, we're going to get, we're going to okay. get into that because I have words. a whole, a whole thing on that. I, we'll, I want to we'll listen to you. I, I'm very intrigued on who you choose for the forwards. Again, so. I am going to make this abundantly clear. That this is who Vlaco is going to pick and not who I am going to oh, pick. Oh, so yeah, yeah, okay. Just making this abundantly clear. <laughs> so Alex Morgan, of course. Trinity Rodman. Lynn Williams. Sophia Smith. Ashley Hatch. And the one that brings all the positive vibes and all of that veteran leadership Megan Rapino. All right. Yep. I said it. Go right ahead and do yours. All ours is the same, except that since you chose an extra defender, I chose an extra forward. Because based I'm on... hoping it's who I thought it I am hoping it's who I would like Rapino to be replaced for. So I can't Unfortunately, wait. Unfortunately, it's 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 not, but Based on previous years, we've taken seven forwards. So I chose seven forwards. Lynn Williams, Sophia Smith, Alex Morgan, Trinity Rodman, Megan Rapino, Ashley Hatch, and then Mitch Burst. Interesting. I Again, with Midge, she's been hurt. Yeah. I, so... Mitch Tash Thompson. That is who I want. I I Tom Mitch Tash Thompson. That is like, more healthy. If I had my choice, I would not bring Megan Rapino. Um, I would bring Elizabeth Thompson. Thompson. Only because again, it's just like what I was talking about with Fallon. It's the experience. Like you get to go to a World Cup. Not saying Thompson's gonna play. She probably wouldn't over all of these players anyway. But just being there in that environment, I think that she has earned it. I think that her play, she's earned that spot. It just sucks that there are so many talented players out there. Um, um, I get the Midge choice, but I think Thompson's playing better. Just my opinion. I think that she's better. I like Midge. Don't get me wrong. I mean, again, this is who Vladka would. Oh, yeah. And I know that we both. We both are not the biggest fans of Rapino's play. And we're not going to sit here and talk about it the whole time. But I just, I think the overall now, you look at this and Rose Lavelle, injury issue. Julie Ertz coming back from not playing for quite a while. Yeah. Megan Rapino has been out with injury here and there. She's not who she used to be as a player. She doesn't have it. Kelly O'Hara coming back from injury. Emily Sonnet is back from an injury, but she also has not been playing defense for OL. She's been playing midfield. Crystal Dunn just played her first full 90 a couple weeks ago for Portland. Becky Sauerbrunn hasn't been playing for Portland. How many players can we bring that are a risk? That's what I, that's what I sat here and questioned when I was doing this. How many risks can we bring? At this point, you, we've just named off six players that are of a twenty-three questionable. player roster. Questionable. Yes. 
And I think that the biggest questions currently are Sauerbrunn and Lavelle. Macario's out. She just announced this week that she's not, she can't make it back, which is, I feel horrible for her, but thank you for saying it. Yeah. Like now it's, it's out there into the world. I hope that she heals. I hope that we see the Macario revenge tour. She's going to Chelsea. Apparently she's signing with Chelsea. And I kind of hate that, but I love Sam Kerr and Fran Kirby. So I kind of love it that they're going to get to play together. Um, but I, I hope she comes back better than ever. Yeah. And, uh, but so she's out, so she's not an option. So that to me automatically means that Ashley hatch is on the roster because Alex Morgan needs a backup. Alex Morgan is in her mid thirties and she's not the, the, the schedule for the world cup is so grueling with the travel. She's not going to be able to play every minute of every game. So you need somebody that's going to play that. Position. I mean, she shouldn't have to. No. And Ashley hatch is right there. She's scoring a ton of goals this season for Washington. But yeah, as you said, Alex should not have to play every minute and hatch is absolutely capable. Yeah. So I think to me, hatch is a lock at this point because of the Macario announcement. That would be the thing that would have kept Macario or hatch off the roster is if Macario could have somehow made it back because Macario can back up Alex. That was where I was at with that. That's why hatch to me is a no brainer. Do you want to see what? Uh, sorry, kind of on the Macario announcement. I thought it was interesting that Macario announced that she uh, she was completely out of the World Cup, and then it was literally a week before press had a conversation with was it Sebastian uh, about how she is still like going for it, and I was like, how can you say that with the amount of players that we have available? Yeah, it's tough. That's the thing. Like, I get, I, I get I, the mentality of not quitting. I'm mean, like, and she shouldn't. Right. I mean, but you got to play. Know. I mean, let's. We don't know where she's at. For all we know, she's just keeping everything a secret. But like, how can you say that? Like, you know, like at this point, you should, like, they should keep like the like the forward, like, uh, group like. You think, should be playing games obvious. right now. If right. you if you are truly saying that you want to you want to make the World Cup, it is the Thank end you. of May. You you have to be playing at this point. Like, like I would love to. nothing for her to get back into play. Like she's my favorite player. I'm literally wearing her jersey right now for this uh, recording. But there's there's no way. No, I I I as you said, I love Unless that. She's mentality. also secretly playing like. Like, but but why aren't you playing for Angel City then? Exactly. Like, the club could really use you. Because you know what I mean. Like, if you're capable of playing, then why aren't you? Like, we were questioning when Julie Ertz came back. Is that too late? Right. And now it's like, I mean, I get it. Still question. You want to be there? Well, but like, but like, at least Julie's gotten some games in. But she's also kind of questionable. Like, like at that I, point, I, like, I, it up to I, seven. I, I put her on the questionable list, but I don't think she's questionable uh, because I think that she's just a monster. Um, she was out um, the last game. She didn't play um, with a thigh injury, but I'm glad that we're taking precautions with everybody. That's what I'm truly hoping is happening with Lavelle and Sauerbrunn is that they're just shutting it down. They know 
we know what they bring to the table. We're just shutting them down before the World Cup because why put them out there? Injuries have been happening across the board. Um, but my concern with that is being game fit. Yeah, I saw that Ertz is still practicing with the team normally. Yeah, yeah and so I think that we'll see her fine. probably maybe this weekend. Um, but you know what I mean with Lavelle? Like, she's so injury prone that maybe right. they're just holding her out. Harvey is clearly in tune with Flatco. They know each other very well. Um, and there's obviously conversations that are happening that we're all unaware, we're all unaware of, but I'm hoping that's what it is. And, but this week when they came out and said that she might not play a game until the world cup, that's where I'm getting nervous. So I, I have a hypothetical here for you. Oh, so with the conversation about Rose Lavelle, let's say, for example, Rose can't make the world cup roster. She's out. Okay. Do you, well, first of all, you would bring Sanchez yeah. onto your roster. So for me, let's say Sanchez is already on the roster. Do you bring Crystal Dunn from the back line? Oh. Because she plays midfield for Portland and she's been playing really well. And do you move her into the midfield line and bring another defender? Or does Savannah DeMello make the roster in Rose Lavelle's place? Lindy would bring Savannah DeMello. Liz would also bring Savannah (laughs) DeMello. But isn't that an interesting conversation? This is where my brain's been going with the Lavelle injury. Do you bring Dunn up? I don't like it. And I can... I can go into why or I can say it later. It's up to you. I know you want to say something, so go ahead. I mean, like, Savannah DeMello might have not seen your appearance. Like, like. But she's been in camp. She's been in camp. And she's played for, like, all the U teams. And she's a stud. And she's insanely on a hot streak right now. Yes. Yes. And that's with, you know, like, players that she just within the last few weeks, they've finally clicked yeah she's been playing very very good so so very very good also so, i want to talk about someone that can take penalty kicks seven of the mellow trust me i know and you can <laughs> score off a free kick like yes she's got a lethal foot and that's the it's thing against which, chicago too which is i know i don't want to talk yeah. about it <laughs> so here is my logic as to why I, if, if back to the hypothetical of if Rose Lavelle cannot go, which I don't think is true. I think Rose Lavelle will be at the world cup. Let me just preface that. But if Rose Lavelle cannot go to the world cup, the reason I don't like moving crystal Dunn into the midfield is I believe I was going to say, I believe that we will win just for now, but I decided not to, <laughs> uh, I believe that if you bring Crystal Dunn up, then you have to replace her on the defensive line as a starter. She will be a starter. Emily Fox will be on the opposite side of her. So you have to bring somebody else in. And I think that it's more important to put your best 11 players on the field. And I believe that if you move Crystal Dunn up from the mid, from the defensive line to the midfield and you bring in a Kelly O'Hara or a Sofia Huerta Emily Sonnet, Kruger, whomever it may be. That makes us not as good as if you were to bring in 
saying Ashley Sanchez to replace Rose Lavelle in the starting lineup. I think that it's more important to have your best 11 on the field rather than moving Crystal Dunn into the midfield. I get that she's playing out of her mind for Portland. I get that. But I also feel that it's important to somehow get our best 11. And I think that moving her out of that outside back spot makes us not makes that not our best. But you give me your thoughts on that. No, that's exactly um, my idea of instead of just moving done up to the midfield, uh, it's the capability of who would we replace in the back line that would be just as good as done or like who currently on the would be a starting with Fox and who could be good enough to be a backup for them. Um, right. And then the question is, okay, you move done out of the defender line and then you replace, you want to bring in somebody else on your defensive line. Who would that be? And I would probably mine right now would probably be Casey Kruger. Um, if I had to pick somebody, but there's other options out there too. Like somebody that's been called, like Casey Kruger has been getting called into the national team. You could bring in Carson Pickett. You could bring in Haley Mace. There yeah. are some options there, but again, I fall back on the, onto, I want my best 11 out there. And that means Crystal has to play outside back. I'm sorry, but it is, that's my thought. Yeah. Again, she's crushing it for Portland. I get that. But I just I think that our best option would be for her to stay at outside back. Now, against some of our opponents in the group stage game, could you play her at midfield? Sure. Sure you could. But will we? I doubt it. Blackco's not. I mean, Crystal did go to the media this last year and talk about how she was upset about it. And she said that she's talked to Vlatko. And I I don't know how that sits with him. Um, I know that when Bethany Balser came out in, with, in that podcast and talked about how Vlatko almost cut her from OL, he never called her back into camp. So I don't know. I don't know how he takes things. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that. But I think that you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. But Balser also has a very hard job of competing with a very, very hard lineup of forwards. 100%. She was just getting called into camp, and then that came out, and then she never got yeah. called in again. It's so just... the, the timing was interesting. Yeah. I mean, Vodka could be petty. Like, Yeah. But I, I think it's hilarious that overall, for the most part, our – with us not seeing our rosters, like disclosing them to one another, they're pretty dang close. Yeah. Just a few things here and there. I mean, you look at that front line. That's insane. That's insane. So good. Uh, but the question is, you know, it's going to be Morgan and Smith. You know, it's going to be Morgan Smith starting. Who is that third? Who Who would you pick if you had right now? I know who you're going to say, um, but who would you Do pick? You know? Yeah, because you got her jersey. Oh, no. You're not going to pick Lynn? I, I was going to say, let Rapino run out, like, tire out the opponents. Let Lynn be a super sub and knock him out. See, I'm of the other mentality that I don't need to see Megan Rapino on the field. And 
<laughs> I mean, I would, yes, I but... would rather have Lynn Williams start a game and then bring in Trinity Rodman to ruin everybody's lives. Oh, that's, that's also, I want to see, see, the thing is, I want to see Trinity and Lynn on this field at the same time, because I would just be like, there would just be two menaces. I mean, can you imagine having Alex Morgan, baby horsing, running right at you, and then on the wings, Sophia Smith and Lynn Williams running at you? I mean, come on, come on. Have we seen Lynn and Trinity at the same time? I can't recall if we have. So here's here's the other conversation with that. Because we, we said that they, they, they play very similarly, right? Yeah. So there's been a conversation about how maybe Ashley Hatch doesn't make the roster. So what do you do if Ashley Hatch isn't there to back up Alex Morgan? Who can play centrally? Well, Smith does play kind of the nine for Portland at times. She likes to kind of drift centrally. So what you could do is move Sophia to the middle, play the nine, and you can have Rodman and Williams on the outside. Could you imagine that front line? I feel bad for people, but I like it for us. And then when we have the revenge tour of Mal Swanson coming back, just throw Mal into the mix on top of that. It's going to be wild. That's the thing. Like If we can get our front line rocking and rolling in this World Cup, game over. I just see... You know, was it Trinity on one side and then Lynn on the other gunning it after a ball, then just crisscrossing through defenders? It's crossing it either one of them, butt, knee, head, like, yeah, that's the thing. And that's why Alex's job, like, she's more of a hold up player, as is Hatch. Like, she's going to hold up the ball. She's going to probe that back line. And that's what she's really good at. She's so good at probing that back line um, and getting into great positions and to have those outside players be it. Like, Trinity is excellent at crossing. It's a, it's a skill that people don't yeah. really pay attention with her. So to have her on the outside, for her to be able to cross the ball in, and both Lynn and her get back defensively so well. They have such great motors. They're fast. And they like to get physical. They will get back defensively. It's it's going to they're they're just a great they're so similar in the way they play. So it's great to have them. I think that they both are locks on this roster, um, for sure at this point. And I, I'm I'm talking about it is making me so excited for the games. I mean, I'm just glad that uh, when I chose Lynn Williams jersey because it just had a pure love for Lynn Williams. I was just like. You know, if she makes it great, if she doesn't, you know, I have a Lynn Williams jersey. I know. I I feel really bad that I didn't. The only the only Red Star player I put on the roster is Alyssa Nair. Um, but I, the way the defense is playing right now, I can't. I can't. I can't watch Tierna Davidson make more completed passes to the other team. Um than than she's making to her team. And for that matter, Nair needs to clean up her distribution a little bit. Um, I know that there's a lot of people saying that should Nair be the starter for the World Cup? Should it be Casey Murphy? What are your thoughts on that? I want to say Nair's... I don't want to blame the, like, the other 10 players on the Red Stars, 
I do. But I am. I I think I want to blame Chris Petroselli for his system that he won't change. I just don't think the problem the the players. Um, I don't. I just don't think Nair and her her team is just working out, and I think that's just the communication isn't there. Um, the player experience isn't there. Uh, the club's in turmoil. There's a lot going on out behind the scenes. They lost a lot. Um, they insist on running a three back system. They insist on playing out of the back and they keep getting turned over because teams just have figured out if you high press them, you're going to, they're going to turn the ball over. And then there's been so many right. times where Alyssa's just left out, left out to dry. She's hung out to dry. And, and I think you I think can't she's still making great those. saves. Absolutely. She won save of the week this week. Exactly. Uh, it's just, again, I think it's not, it's not a completely Alyssa issue. It's uh, her, like her ability to communicate with her team. And it's at that point, it's, I don't think it's Alyssa's fault. Well, and I think it's just the team right now. It's just like, they're not playing super great. Um, And I think it's a system issue. I think it's also, as I said, the turmoil surrounding the club, just in general. um, I think you take a problem. What uh, Abby Smith, you take, Bella Bigsby, put them in their position. Same thing. And that's what I have made comments about as well. Like people have been clamoring that Fallon Tolis Joyce should be on the roster, which I did say she should be, but in a different capacity than what people are saying or Bella Bixby, for example, or Katie Lund in um, Louisville. People have been saying those players, first of all, none of them have caps. Bixby might, she's been called into camp. She's kind of like DeMello. Um, but other, the thing is, is if you put any keeper, put Casey Murphy out there for God's sake in that position that Nair's in, I can guarantee you the numbers are going to be similar. Nobody's stopping those balls. And I think that if you're, if you're commenting on this, this situation with Nair, and you're not watching the Chicago Red Stars and you're just looking at the numbers. I just ask you to watch the Red Stars play. See, See I have been watching that... like out of like all the other teams, I have watched probably watched Chicago besides Louisville and Angel City the most. Yeah. So like I can for sure say that it's not completely there. It's the system. It's that three back system. And for some reason, because again, they played Washington um and they tied them when they played a four back. So Chris Petroselli needs to do something because I left Tierna Davidson off of my roster. You know how much I love Tierna. She is one of my favorite players. But that system that Petroselli has in place in Chicago is hurting the chances of Tierna Davidson and Casey Kruger making the World Cup roster, and it's making people question the number one keeper for the United States. So he needs to figure it out. He needs to do something different. He needs to make it so these players have a chance to make this roster because it's not fair to them. He is essentially ruining their chance. I mean, I know that they're the ones out there playing, but when the system is set up for them to fail, that's a problem. Absolutely. That's where I stand with that. And I know I'm a Red Stars fan and we're talking about the Red Stars, but this is important to the national team with the keeper situation. Um, But I just overall, I'm just genuinely concerned about some of these players that have not been playing due to injury. I think yeah. 
Those are some big names. And we already know the ones that are out with injury that won't be there. Got Sam Mewis, Katarina Macario, Mouse Swanson. It's they're huge losses. Yeah. Kristen Press, excuse me, Tobin Heath. I'm missing people. They've just been out for quite a while, hurt, unfortunately. There's some big names out there that have been hurt. And this squad is very good. Like I look like your roster, my roster, they're very they're very good. They're excellent players. They could totally win the World Cup. I'm not I I still believe whomever we have out there, we have a massive possibility to win the World Cup. I'm not saying that. It just is hard. But look at what's happening across the world. All of these other teams are losing players left and right too. It's gonna be it's gonna be a grind for everybody. Can you imagine I'm not going to say players' names because I feel like our uh, our medical expert would murder me if I chinks some of these players. Some, like, th- like the stars of, you know, some other countries just get hurt. What do they do? Yeah. They rely on these one or two players for the full team. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we are so lucky with the depth that we have and that's that's why it is but even with the six to seven players that we had questionable i say that even if those seven are out we would still have depth in the league as ali krieger said we have the best two teams in the world our a team and our b team i mean heck bring krieger back I mean, she's been playing really well. I mean, if we're talking, what defenders do we bring if we can't think of anyone? like, I mean, I I think that Haley Mace has been playing really well. Carson Pickett. Yeah. Um, Again, if we had to replace the 67 players that we mentioned. The I talent's there. Fine. The talent's there. That's the thing. The experience and- might not be there, but how... But we have players that have that experience, right? Like we have leaders. That's the thing. Like this whole argument that Megan Rapino needs to be there for the leadership. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. You've got Becky Sauerbrunn. You've got Alyssa in there. You've got Kelly O'Hara, Crystal Dunn, Lindsay Horan, Morgan, Alex freaking Morgan. You've got these players that have been there. They know. And so if Rapino truly does not bring anything else to the table in Vlatko's eyes other than experience and fun vibes, I'm sorry, I don't want her on the roster. I I don't. I also think, again, it's back to that whole how many risky players do you take? Because Megan Rapino has flat out said when she's been doing media recently that she has said she's not a player that you're going to bring in if you're up to nothing in the 60th minute of the game. That's not for her. She knows that she's going to be a sub off the bench. She knows that if a game, if we're ahead two to nothing in a game, she's not going to be the player that's going to come in. So she is so she's such a specialized player that is that worth bringing on the World Cup roster ahead of a player like Alyssa Thompson? I she reminds know. me a lot of press. Alyssa Thompson. Yeah, like she's yeah, right she's very sp- very speedy. She has excellent footwork. Um, she's confident. She's quiet. 
she's all she's very much like press because <laughs> um, i'm thinking press right off the bench two down nothing make things yeah. happen i just thought it was interesting listening to it was um on sirius xm fc i was listening to an interview where rapino was talking and um she said she's there for the vibes she's there for the the good vibes and i just started laughing because i'm like we need a player that's gonna play I'm not, you're not there for the vibes. You're it, I, like, I get that there's a fun part of the game. I understand that. But with as many, we're there for the vibes. We're yeah, there, we're for, the there vibes. for the vibes. <laughs> but the thing is, is there are so many players that we are questioning certain things. Can we just bring a player that is so specialized in what they bring to the table and that they're there for this veteran leadership and vibe situation? Is it worth a spot on a 23-player roster? Is it? I don't know. I think in Vlatko's eyes, it will be. Yeah. That's the question I keep asking myself. I get it. Megan Rapino is great at set pieces. I get it. Megan Rapino is great at penalty kicks. I understand those things. I think that her corner service hasn't been super wonderful this season for OL. That being said... If a penalty kick happens, she's got to be on the field for to take it. She can't just come off the bench and take it. She's got to be able to run up and down the field. She Alex has played a couple nine. Lynn can take it. Right. Ash. Haran. Done. I mean, there's players that can take these kicks. That's where I'm just sitting here and I'm asking myself with there's so many que- so many big question marks on this roster. Can we do that? And again, Rapino is great at set pieces, but she has to be on the field to be able to take the set pieces. So how many minutes can she play at this level? It's not NWSL. It's a higher level than that. You ha- And you have to get back defensively because we need that. The way we play, you have to be able to get back defensively. And if you can't do that, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how the roster – the um roster and then the lineups for each game end up, end up being absolutely i agree i'm very i'm very interested and we'll get uh we'll get okay. to experience that at the game when we're there so and then uh we'll try to follow up with uh one in in a couple weeks when it gets yeah. closer to time uh and hopefully we'll have less questionable people um and maybe some finalized lists and we'll see how it matches up with latico's list when it comes out yeah, and everybody uh, leave some comments and uh, let us know your thoughts on the our picks. Let us know your picks. And yeah, yeah, we're curious because as you can tell, we're questioning our decisions that we made too. It's tough. It's it's hard to decide because there's so many moving pieces. So yeah. comment and let us know what your 23 would be. And yeah. what kind, what, which ones do you disagree with us? Yeah, tell us what you don't agree with. That is fun too. I love it when people disagree with me. Kichi loves it. Favorite thing. <laughs> Favorite thing. Love that. Well, this is a longer mini so than we usually would do, uh, which what we were planning on doing for a mini so. This is more less a mini so than an actual episode, but I'm still going to call it a mini so. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. It was fun. We like yeah. to talk clearly. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, We'll catch you next time. Yeah. Catch you later, folks. Bye.